This is what I said about Rachel Maddow. If they actually had the receipts, they would rub our nose Amen. in it every day. Amen. They would, you would be so, you wouldn't even want to talk about the 2020 election because they would sit there and mock you and yeah. they would show you the, de they would open up but, every system, they Amen. would show you every but ballot. But from a professional auditor's perspective, this thing never should have been certified on so many counts. As for Trump, he remains defiant, claiming the case is politically motivated. He also claims to have proof. And in a social media post, he says on Monday he will release a, quote, large, complex, detailed, but irrefutable report on the presidential election fraud which took place in Georgia. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. All right, this is future James from the past James that recorded most of what you're going to see after the episode introduction. But President Trump has uh, truthed out this Thursday evening the following. Rather than releasing the report on the rigged and stolen Georgia 2020 presidential election on Monday, my lawyers would prefer putting this, I believe, irrefutable and overwhelming evidence of election fraud and irregularities and formal legal filings as we fight to dismiss this, this disgraceful indictment by a publicity and campaign finance-seeking DA who sadly presides over a record-breaking murder and violent crime area Atlanta. Therefore, the news conference is no longer necessary. Now, I'm putting this in the introduction because you'll probably hear me a few times in the episode, which is pretty much already edited and done, that we're going to be able to discuss and, and, and reporting on things that have to do with revelations having to do with the 2020 elections and being able to speak about it because of what President Trump is going to be doing Monday. Well, that's not going to happen because that was just announced this evening by uh, President Trump via Truth Social that he's canceled Monday's uh, press briefing. But as we can see here, we're still going to be talking about the stolen election of 2020, but instead of in Monday's press briefing, we're going to be talking about it as that as these evidences that President Trump have has become part of the formal legal filings, which I think is a lot more powerful. And I think had he talked about it on Monday, then maybe he would have played his, his dealt his hand, uh, showed his cards, and I think this is probably wiser and better. So anyway, just want to announce that because that is an update, but it doesn't change pretty much anything else I've said later in this episode, well, later for you, but previously for me. Uh, this will all make sense as you watch this episode. We're in a situation where we have put together and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud 
organization in the history of American politics. Welcome to the BCP podcast with the fourth indictment of President Trump. The left has opened up a can of worms. And a lot of people who slept through didn't want to see or talk about or hear about the stolen election of 2020 are about to hear a lot of it. Remember, President Trump on Monday is going to have a press conference talking about this. But guess what the positive is? It's going to be near impossible for the press, both the conservative and the leftist press, to ignore the subject of the irregularities, a.k.a. the different ways that the stolen election of 2020 is something real, not imaginary, not a conspiracy, not debunked, and not baseless. One of the many silver linings, Rob, we're going to be able to talk about the election of 2020 again. For those of you just listening and not familiar with these personalities, this is Greg Kelly and Rob Schmidt of Newsmax talking about the fact they're going to be able to talk about the stolen election of 2020 because of this fourth indictment of President Trump. You know, for a long time, um, you felt like the police were going to show up if you started talking about uh, election irregularities in 2020. Mm -hmm. I have grave concerns about the fairness of the election. Can I prove that it was uh, stolen? No, I can't. So I don't say that. But I do think it's logical that uh, changing COVID rules, as Matt mentioned, and sure. I mean, using COVID as a pretext to change all the rules, sometimes illegally, uh, those issues have never been fully resolved. No. And uh, some on Trump's team, including especially John Lauro, the new attorney, they seem very much prepared to go there and um, litigate that matter, which was never, in my opinion, sufficiently litigated. Is that, is, that, is that a can of worms that anybody wants to open up in this country is a great question. I mean, are they, does anybody want to look back on that and have to, to maybe go through some of these irregularities and, and, and decide whether or not that was right? I think we do. I think I yeah. think I think those of us who have our doubts about uh, how well that election was handled, you know, and that could be lucrative. And this could this could turn out in ways that the other side did not anticipate. I'd be I, I, I certainly think they could be opening up something that they're not going to want to talk about. Now, we know that Fannie Willis is operating on the on some sort of fact that the stolen elections of 2020 were not at all stolen. And to say anything to the contrary, is a lie and is a conspiracy and should land your hiney in jail. And to the rescue, almost uh, on point today, the 17th of August, James O'Keefe's media group, OMG, dropped this story of which they're going to have a bigger update tomorrow. Let me uh, Let me just preface this by saying Proof slash evidence of illegal voter shenanigans in Fulte County, Georgia. Just in time for President Trump to have more evidence for his uh, talk, speech, press conference revelations coming up next Monday. Hello, everyone. I'm a journalist with O'Keefe Media Group, and I was the one who met with Adam Seeley undercover two years ago in Atlanta, Georgia. 
We had discovered thousands of people registered to vote at the food closet Amea's house where he was the managing director. In Mr. Seeley's own words, he told me that they had a couple thousand people that were using the address at Amea's house for their voter registration. And it's probably a couple thousand people that had our address registered as their mailing address for their voter registration. Oh, wow. I can still remember back to that day. I remember that when Mr. Seeley told me that, I was legitimately shocked. And I even said out loud, oh, wow. Oh, wow. <clears throat> oh, my God. So when I'm looking through, I'm like, well, this guy's dead. Georgia Code, Title 21, Chapter 2, Article 15, makes it a crime for anyone who willfully inserts or permits to be inserted any false statement or other fraudulent entry on or in any registration card or ballots in connection with any primary or election. Stay tuned. We have new explosive information coming out as an update to this story now two years after the fact. And these new revelations will shock you. You know, we, we, we were, we'd always kind of been unsure about how many people. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. We're having their having us established as a mailing address with in, in, in terms of a larger stuff. One day I walked I walked in to a maze house to pick up the mail and Reverend was like my, one of our ladies she was like the mail comes with you in her office and she's like, You've got to get this stuff in here and I'm like excited about it. And it's probably a couple thousand people that had our address registered as their mailing address for their voter registration. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, my God. So I'm looking through, I'm like, well, this guy's dead. Now, we saw this evidence a couple years ago. We've seen lots of evidence and proofs. We've got the uh, 2000 Mules movie. We've got all of these hearings. We've got anomalies and irregularities. But yet, they've been saying this whole time that these are baseless conspiracy theories that it is that there's no proof, there's no evidence that President Trump is just uh, making these claims that don't have any merit. And I was just wondering, I was like, man, how long have they been saying that? I mean, we, they, we saw we saw we saw them steal the election right before our eyes with what happened in Atlanta, Georgia. I covered that uh, yesterday in yesterday's episode. We saw things happening in real time, but how quickly were they out there? The press the leftists, the Marxists, and their mockingbird media muppets, how quickly were they saying that this is all baseless? So let me show you a video I found just uh, searching for this. This is on November 6th. Two days later, they already knew that President Trump was a conspiracy theorist and there was no basis or, cl uh, or any evidence of the claims he was making. Within 48 hours, if not before, of the conclusion of the elections and them wrongfully declaring Joe Biden as the leading candidate who is probably going to win the 2020 elections. Watch this, November 6, 2020, NBC News' show today. In a stunning display from a sitting president, Donald Trump launching an assault on the integrity of the election, unleashing a barrage of false claims of fraud and corruption without evidence. If you count the legal votes, I easily win. 
If you count the illegal votes, they can try to steal the election from us. Breaking his two-day silence, the president fuming after watching his lead in states like Pennsylvania and Georgia evaporate as election workers count legal mail-in ballots that have been skewing heavily for Joe Biden. We were winning in all the key locations by a lot, actually. And then our numbers started miraculously getting whittled away in secret. The president falsely suggesting Republican observers are not present at vote-counting centers. His argument fundamentally flawed, spreading a series of conspiracy theories. The president slammed post-election polls that forecast Biden as the favorite as a form of voter suppression. And of course, from the very beginning, the deep state, the Marxist, the treasonous, traitorous, election-robbing rat bastards had their plants and their pawns on the Republican side to add credibility to their incredulous statements that all of this was conspiracy theory, baseless, and that President Trump was making claims without any evidence. The tirade triggering a backlash, even among some Republicans, challenging his baseless claims. For the president to go out there and claim that without any evidence of that is, uh, is, is dangerous. This kind of thing, all it does is in flame without informing. And inside Trump world, Donald Trump Jr. and other allies threatened to turn the president's base against Republicans who do not rush to the president's defense. And late last night on Fox News, Trump loyalists Lindsey Graham and Ted Cruz did just that, as well as Kevin McCarthy, the top Republican in the House. Take a listen. President Trump won this election, so everyone who's listening, do not be quiet. Do not, be, do not be silent about this. We cannot allow this to happen before our very eyes. We unite together. You don't need to be a Republican. All of them backing the president's unsubstantiated claims of widespread voter fraud and corruption. Isn't that peachy keen? Right away, the narrative, the talking point was that these were unsubstantiated, baseless claims. And that has been the cover-up. The cover-up has been happening ever since the stolen election. The election was planned for, it was stolen, and then now everyone's playing their part in the cover-up, including still an active player, A.G. Bill Barr. We'll get to that in a second. Let me play you this segment from Steve Bannon's War Room with Joe Hoft of the Gateway Pundit, who have been doing a great job still covering the stolen election of 2020 when other conservative news networks have abandoned it. We haven't abandoned it here on the BCP podcast. And I want you to listen to what uh, he said. This was actually an interview they had during the Lindell conference on how we can stop the steal in 2024 that took place uh, in Missouri. Let me, I'm going to edit it down for you so you can see some of these uh, great points that Joe Hoft makes. The cover-up right now is part of the overall operation. We're still in the middle of the 2020 steal. What happened after the election, it's the cover-up. And here's, here's the point as I start going through this. Law enforcement wasn't there. Bill Barr turned his back. It was Bill, just Barr like, tell me no, Bill Barr told the president nothing happened. He amen. had reports from amen. the field. Well, since Bannon and Hoft are talking about Bill Barr, let me show you what Bill Barr just said. He is still part of the operation. He's preparing the masses as a supposedly Republican former AG of President Trump for the jailing, the, the, the President Trump being found guilty, 
and paying the price for his crimes next year. Remember, part of the 2020 election cover-up is the indictments and arrest of President Trump. I mean, this evil that we're seeing in America, I never would have imagined seeing what, what we're seeing right now. I still have that pit in my stomach when Joe Biden was declared president and was able to be uh, sworn in on January 20th, 2021. That little pit hasn't gone away. I will never get used to living in tyranny. I never expected to see this in the United States of America. Now, you know, the former president has a very different view on this, that this is a pile on, that this is very unfair. Uh, he's not even a fan of you being here on this show today, that <laughs> that pile on is part of a process and a well-designed one. Yeah, well, I, I, as I say, I, yes, he has adversaries who are unfair, excessive, obsessive, and treat him fairly uh, unfairly. Is any of this stuff, are the cases that you've seen, which are fair or legitimate? But I think the federal cases are legitimate. Uh, at the end of the day, at the core of this thing, he engaged in, in the case of the documents in outrageous behavior where anyone would be prosecuted. I don't know of any attorney general who could walk away from it. He's not being prosecuted for having the documents. He's being prosecuted for obstruction. Two egregious instances are alleged. Of course, Bill Barr says nothing about the fact that Joe Biden did not even have legal right to documents, yet he had those in his garage at the Penn Center at the other university in the, you know, where his son could get access to it. Can someone point to me, put a link down below. Well, Bill Barr has been out there blasting Joe Biden for having those documents. Oh, he says it's because the president obstructed. The president had a right to those documents. He was cooperating. But of course, the whole thing about Trump was to cover up the fact that Joe Biden had confidential and classified information from his days as a senator and as a VP when he should not have had access to those things. The whole thing is a China cover-up. And A.G. Bill Barr is sitting there on Neil Cavuto on Fox News. If you cannot see how much Fox News hates Trump and wants to go back to the George W., fake-ass Republicans that don't really care about conservatism and just want war, 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 big government, and just, you know, go, oh, we're morally good as they send off our men and women to die in war, kill over a million people in Iraq, sell us out to China, keep our borders open, and uh, bend over like a bunch of uh, Hollywood sex whores for whatever the Democrats want. That's what Fox News wants us to go back to. And boy, they love giving A.G. Bill Barr audience to spew his lies and his venom against President Trump and the truth. So uh, I think that's a very simple case, and that should be tried. If the judge is anywhere competent, that could be uh, concluded uh, before the summer. Bill Barr thinks any good attorney general would have brought that, and that uh, if everything's done right, President Trump will be convicted by next summer. And uh, the other case, after the election, uh, he, in my opinion, he did cross the line. And if they don't get him on the document one in the summer, the other federal cases, according to A.G. Bill Barr, who is an operative against President Trump and the people, well, they'll get him on the other one. Because President Trump 
try to not give up power and try to push a big lie. The big lie, of course, that no one who liked Joe Biden, even Democrats didn't want this damn guy, beat President Trump. Uh, it wasn't just rough and tumble politics. He crossed the line. I think the federal gov- uh, case is is good. I mean, is 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 responsible because it really focuses on the hub of the issue, which is not just the lies and knowing they were lies, and and that's what they allege, but uh, the fact that he used this device of impaneling imposter electors, swearing that they were the the electors. But the key point there was they were in tandem with a plan whereby the vice president would use that as a pretext for nullifying the legal and certified votes. So it was a calculated and deceitful plan to remain in office by nullifying and negating certified legal votes. That At that point, the state votes were certified, and that was the end of the legal process. Right. And uh, I also didn't like the way he was uh, spouting the big lie. Bill Barr makes me sick. And for those of you who've been around for a long time, I was hoping, I was hopeful that Bill Barr was the real deal. And once again, I based that on people that I thought were the real deal, like Jim Jordan, who has been a bit of a disappointment, backing McCarthy and just wanting to expose everything, but not really, I don't think, Jim Jordan. I think his fight is into exposing everything, but not actually getting anything done. Unlike Matt Gates, who I thought and still think would have been a much better Speaker of the House, where he's puts action behind his talk. It's been truly disappointing. From Michigan, the same group of FBI agents that ignored this report that we came out with uh, last week about... This is the gateway pun, gateway explosive pun. about the Absolutely. police report. They were ignoring that, but they were setting up a bunch of guys at the same time in Michigan uh, on a Whitmer kidnapping case. That's our FBI. That's what Bill Barr oversaw. That He covered up the Hunter Biden laptop. I've got a lot of information on that in here, etc. This whole thing was coordinated, and the attacks against President Trump is coordinated... The entire steal was coordinated, and the cover-up is a continuation of that 2020 steal. Then, uh, so they weren't going to help us. They didn't hit, law enforcement wasn't there for us. So Rudy came out. He did this valiant effort for two, three weeks, put all this together, got in front of these various uh, uh, states, and he said without, with, in every state that he was at, there were two or three Republicans that weren't going to do anything, and that killed his entire effort. There was nothing more he could do. So we went to the courts, and Sidney Powell had four cases, big cases. Three of them land in Obama judge courts. So how does that happen? It happens because this really is a conspiracy, conspiracy fact. The whole thing is manufactured. The players are put in place and they play their parts. Newt Gingrich today on Charlie Kirk's podcast talks about a rumor and inside information he got from a reliable source that they indicted President Trump on Monday. It had to be on Monday And it came from the DOJ. From D.C., they coordinated and said the indictment has to be on Monday because we need that news distraction. That's the same way that Obama judges happen to get randomly assigned cases against Trump and cases to help Biden. Let me play you this segment from earlier today, Charlie Kirk's show that I am told, this is hearsay, but I am told by a reliable source, 
that Friday evening, somebody from Washington called the district attorney in Atlanta and said, you have to indict on Monday. We have to cover up all of the mistakes we just made with Weiss. And she said, hmm. apparently, my jurors aren't coming back till Tuesday. And they said, you didn't hear me. You have to indict on Monday. And she said, well, they're not going to get here before noon. They said, it doesn't matter. She said, this, this means it's going to be 8 or 9 or 10 o'clock at night. They said, it doesn't matter. We need the news so media who, shifting who, who off who of Who made Weiss. that phone call? We don't know. And I'm, it's, and I'm telling you up front, this is hearsay, but it's from a person who has remarkably good I, sources. I, I totally believe it, though, because that would explain why they leaked and they messed up on the clerk document, why she was exhausted, <laughs> and why they had the 11 p.m. press conference, Mr. Speaker. That explains everything. That explains why they had the indictment up before the grand jury even deliberated and convened. It explains why we got this lame excuse from the clerk saying that she needed to do a trial run uh, where she meant to press uh, save and she's pressed sent. Why everything seemed so rushed. And why we got a judge who's very friendly with the Democrats and his wife is a big supporter of Obama and Joe Biden. We see this over and over again. It's because it's coordinated and it really is a conspiracy. And the conspiracy doesn't end there. Now that this is going on in Atlanta, guess where else they want to get President Trump? Of course, in Arizona. Maybe they can make Carrie Lake go away with what's happening to President Trump. You see how it all fits together? Former President Donald Trump facing his latest criminal indictment. No president in U.S. history had ever been indicted until Donald Trump now facing his fourth indictment in a year. The latest charges coming out of Georgia accusing Mr. Trump and 18 of his allies of being part of a criminal enterprise to steal the 2020 presidential election. In some of those indictments, the state of Arizona is mentioned several times. So many are wondering if our state will pursue similar charges. Fox 10's Ellen McNamara is here now with the latest. Ellen. Well, guys, the short answer right now is we just don't know. We contacted the office of Attorney General Chris Mays, and we have not heard back yet. What we do know is that Trump lost here by a tighter margin than in Georgia. And as former state lawmakers, they have testified, like Rusty Bowers, for example, they were under intense pressure to overturn our results. Now, in the new indictment out of Georgia, the prosecution referred to events that happened here to help build the racketeering part of their case. The document is alleging that the same alleged criminal enterprise that operated in Georgia also operated here. The indictment also mentions the pushing of fake electors. Trump responded, calling the Georgia DA out of control and also very corrupt. He also said it's part of a witch hunt. Now, all 19 people who have been charged have until next Friday to turn themselves in. As for our state, even though we have not heard anything from Attorney General Chris Mays, we did get other reaction from some pretty important political people. Arizona could be the next state to indict former President Trump on charges in connection to trying to overturn the 2020 election results. It's a move two Arizona governors anticipate will likely happen. Well, Georgia's indictment and all those details of the acts, alleged acts of corruption by President Trump and his allies, they sound very similar to what went down here in Arizona. Governor Hobbs, former 
former governors Ducey and Governor Brewer were all at this same event this morning. We caught up with them and we asked them their thoughts on what they think about Arizona being next in line to indict President Trump. This video shows Arizona's so-called fake electors, including former Arizona GOP chair Kelly Ward and state lawmakers Anthony Kern and Jake Hoffman, signing false electoral college documents, declaring Donald Trump the winner of the 2020 election. Arizona's attorney general is currently investigating, and Governor Katie Hobbs says she hopes to see Arizona's fake electors face criminal charges. Absolutely, I um, have been um, an advocate for holding folks involved in uh, trying to overturn the will of the voters of the, in the 2020 election accountable, and this um, is part of that. Arizona is mentioned several times in Georgia's indictment as Trump and his allies contacted lawmakers to get them to overturn election results in his favor. Fake electors in Georgia and Michigan now facing several felony counts, including making false statements, conspiracy, and corruption charges. Accountability is critical. I don't think we're going to change direction in until there's accountability at the top level, and this is an important step forward that I think should move forward um, uh, and play out in the legal process. Hobbs's Republican predecessors also weighed in. I do, I do believe that our attorney general is going to move forward on um, some kind of uh, disciplinary action. And the attorney general's office here in Arizona does confirm that an investigation is underway into uh, Trump's allies and Arizona's so-called fake electors. In a statement, a spokesman for Chris May said, quote, the attorney general's office cannot comment on an ongoing investigation. We do not have any updates to share or comments to make on the Georgia case at this time. Oh yeah, let's not forget in Arizona, it wasn't just Carrie Lake who they stole the election from. Also the, uh, most likely the Secretary of State and the Attorney General. Makes me sick. I'll be back tomorrow with more sickening news. But we will win, we will prevail. We got a lot of work to do and we'll be digging into what the Lindell Symposium presented for us to do to be able to save our 2024 election. Because if the 2024 election is stolen again, and we can't get President Trump back in, bye-bye, sayonara to this republic, the United States of America, without another revolutionary or civil war or secession. Let me know if you'd like me to talk about those three topics in future programs. Put your comments down below. Ciao, goodbye, God bless. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, Gotta give us what we need. Hey, our freedom of speech is freedom of death. We got to fight the powers that be. Fight the power.